Hello, family and friends. I'm here for day three with Brian Kiesler from Michigan with the New Creation Church, a couple of churches. And today I've asked Brian to share some of his work on the mission field in Jamaica, especially, and just all some of the great things that have happened on that mission work. So Brian, if you would please go ahead and share what you can about that. Absolutely. Thanks, Greg. Well, back in 1993, I meant... Uh, who I believe to be one of the greatest missionaries that we've known in our generation, Dr. Terry Mice. And through coming to the church where I was attending in the Christian school that I was going through my high school years, he would come in and minister in the Christian school during chapel. And then of course do a Sunday morning, Sunday evening, and then midweek services and just teach on the importance of missions, the importance of evangelism, the importance of witnessing and sharing your faith with people that didn't know the Lord. And through the course of time, he began to share with the pastor of the church that I was attending that he does this missions trip for young people in Jamaica. And so he was asking if anyone in the church, myself included, would be interested in, a, in, in going on one of these trips. So in 1996, I took my first trip to Jamaica, to Montego Bay, with uh, Dr. Terry Mize and, and his family, and uh, probably about a hundred other young people from around the country. And there, the first day, Dr. Mize kind of broke down our orientation and what is acceptable and what's not acceptable. And we kind of had the rest of the afternoon to get acclimated and checked into our hotel rooms and, of course, you know, hit the swimming pool and start talking to people and making friends. Well, after the evening meal, uh, he said, we're going to get up early in the morning and we're going to have devotions every morning and every night. And tomorrow morning, meet in this conference room, and I'm going to teach you all how to be soul winners. And so we, we go into the breakfast and after breakfast, we all kind of single file march up the stairs into uh, this, uh, this conference room. And Dr. Myers begins from the word of God and from the words of Jesus himself, he begins to teach these young people, myself included, how to actually become a soul winner. Of course, Jesus said that if we would follow him, he would make us or cause us to become fishers of men. So he, he went through and, and was teaching and training these young adults, these students from all over the country, from different backgrounds and different settings, and teaching them the importance of taking the Holy Spirit out on the street with you and not just going out with a religious idea of I've got this Bible track that I can follow and there's you know kind of this pattern that I can walk in but really praying that the Holy Spirit would reveal to you people on the street that were ready to be harvested of course Jesus said pray that the Lord of the harvest that he would send laborers into the harvest field because truly there are those who are ready to be harvested so of course, being in the church my whole life, this was a totally different way to look at or a different approach to evangelism, especially walking up to people in a foreign land that you never have met before. And so uh, the first day we went out and of course there's the jitters that you have and the nerves that you have because you are in a foreign land and you are walking up to people that you don't know. And just on, on the street asking people, if you were to die today, do you know if you would go to heaven or hell? And I remember the first person, you know, they've said before in the church that the first one's always the hardest one. 
And I think that that is probably true. And so I remember approaching the first person and saying, all right, Lord, this, this person is standing out to me. I'm going to walk up to them and just begin to share the gospel with them. And, and as I did, I reached out my hand and shook this, this Jamaican's hand. And I said, can I ask you a question? And of course he said, yes. And I said, if you were to die today, do you know if you would go to heaven or hell? And Greg, it was interesting because the very first thing out of his mouth wasn't, I know I would go to heaven, or it wasn't, I know I would go to hell. The very first thing out of his mouth was, I go to church every week. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, that's great to hear, brother. That's, that's awesome. But that's not the question that I asked you. The question that I asked you is, if you were to die today, do you know if you would go to heaven or would you go to hell? There is a way to know the answer to that question. And it is the most important question that you could possibly ever answer. And so this gentleman again responded and he said, I told you I go to church every single week and I have for 20 plus years, I've answered your question. And I said, sir, I'm not trying to argue, but you have not answered my question. My question is, would you go to heaven or would you go to hell? Your answer has been, I go to church. And I said, has anyone ever shared the gospel with you? And uh, I, I'm emotional a little bit right now thinking about that because he said to me, I've gone to church my whole entire life. I've told you that already. And I said, yes, but has anyone presented the gospel to you? The good news about what God has done through Jesus Christ for the world and how he has done that. And he said, well, I guess I don't know the answer to that question. Remember, this is the first person that I'm approaching on this missions trip. And we're having this like we're tearing apart the religious idea that it's okay for me to do the religious calisthenic of going to church. And in that moment on those streets in Montego Bay in 1996, I led my very first Jamaican to the Lord by presenting the gospel to him and saying that you've got to call on the name of Jesus. You've got to receive his sacrifice for your life. And you know the Holy Spirit pointed out to me because I asked him to, someone that was ripe to be harvested, already going through the quote-unquote religious motions, but yet did not have a relationship with Jesus Christ because he had never had the gospel. And I thought in that moment as an 18-year-old young person, I thought, my God, may we never be the church that people sit in our pews for decades but never hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, that, that first year, we ended up leading hundreds of people to the Lord as a group of people, even into the, to, to the thousands. And I remember this young, young person from a small little town in Texas. After the day of leading people to the Lord, we would go back to the hotel. And after the meal again, we would kind of debrief of how everything went. And this young person sat there really quiet. He was the captain of the team of three people. And he was very quiet. And I remember Dr. Maya saying, son, you got to speak up. What is it that you want to say about your experience today? And uh, he was moved to tears. And he said, you know, in an hour and a half, this group of 100 young people, we led more people to Jesus in this hour and a half that live in my town. Mm -hmm. And it was like he caught this idea. His name was Matt. 
And he caught this idea that I can actually go back and I can do this. I don't have to just do this in Jamaica with Jamaicans, but I can do this in my school. I can do this, you know, in the park, in my hometown. I can do this uh, out in, in public at the, the, the restaurants or the grocery stores or what have you. And that young person came back many years and he was turned into a soul winner. He was turned into someone who was a fisher of men. It was an awesome, awesome realization that he had that we can really make a difference for eternity. And if there's time on the podcast, I could share one more, one more testimony, if that's all right. Let's do that one tomorrow. I'll all right. Get one more on here, Brian. If you would pray, and then we'll get into that one tomorrow. Please. Yes, sir. Well, Father, I just thank you for the here that, uh, that they're listening to this. And Lord, for those who are born again, may they be stirred in their heart to follow yes. Jesus. May they be stirred in their heart to begin to share their faith. The Bible says that the communication the sharing of our faith will become effectual by acknowledging all of the good things that God has done for us in Jesus Christ. So Father, may we be turned on to leading those around us to Jesus like this young man Matt was all those years ago in, in Jamaica. For those who, Father, may be attending church, they've been in church for decades, but they don't really have a relationship with Jesus Christ because they've never received the Savior. May they do so. I pray in Jesus' name, may they give their life to Jesus, receive his sacrifice, and choose to follow him all the days of their life. I pray that in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Pastor Brian, how would they get a hold of you again, please? Well, if you're on the World Wide Web, you can go to www.ncconline.com. Also, if you want to email, you can email me at info at ncconline.com. And you can follow us on Facebook. It's ncconlinemi at facebook.com. Praise God. Well, thank you, Brian. I look forward to one more day tomorrow with you, if I could, please. Yes, sir. Uh, folks, we love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. I know, you know my followers have heard me say that you know, 900 and some times, but I really mean it. Please go talk to somebody. I, I pray, pray that this broadcast has inspired you to the one you've been waiting on. What am I going to say? Today's your day to go talk to that person about Jesus. So, And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.